0: Okay, when you hear those effects, you know what type of news is going to be. You know what time it is. Whenever you hear the sound of this, and this, you know I have some. New news on bad things. <laughs> That's the way I can put it. I have some very uh, uh, disturbing news to tell you, my listeners, about. That's not aware. This is my awareness time. Now, before I get started, I like to let you, I like to people know that I'm going to continue on my Q and A that I had with AI, different types three different devices of AI, ChatGBT, XAI, and Barge from Google. I'm going to continue that with my QA on AI, so you want to uh, stay tuned for that. But for right now, I want to give you uh, some announcements as to what's going on around the world, and it's not good. Now, before I get into that, I got a few topics I want to talk about. Let me put it that way. But first, I want to say hello to everybody. Hello, hello, hello. Good morning, good mid-morning, good afternoon, good mid-afternoon, good evening, good mid-evening to my night listeners. Hello, welcome to Body of Christ Real Talk. All right, hello, hello for my international listeners. Hello, everybody, as well as my US of A. Thank you. God bless you all. May the grace of God and his peace be with you all. Thank you. Now, this is my somewhat rant. Um, or you may call it the get off my chest <laughs> rent now, I'm gonna tell you a story. You know, I was on the train, and uh. I was just looking at my phone, you know, looking at my phone, you know, different things, just going off through my phone and whatnot. And I was not paying attention on where I was going. You know what happens on the buses and different things, like even in the car at times, but I was not paying attention to where I was going on the train. And I almost missed my train. Now, before I even got there, God said to me in my spirit you need to be aware, you're about to miss this train. And instantly, I automatically got up. And I ran off that train, and while the doors was about to shut, I just got through the door because God gave me that warning. Now, another time when I was, uh, the other day when I was doing my Q&A, and I, I rem- a lot of you guys probably remember when I said, when I was talking about uh, the end times and stuff like that, and I got, I got to talking about, speaking about when the Bible talks about that God will give, uh, give these people that don't listen, the spirit of delusion to believe a lie and different things like that. And then when I just happened to look over, the Holy Spirit told me, Joseph, look up on the side to your left. And when I looked over there, the scripture was right there, miraculously in my face, talking about the same thing in First Thessalonians, about these delusions. And I said, wow, thank you, God. You ever had that experience? You ever had God talk to you like that? It was just like. A audible voice it was just like you know someone talking to me that you know was human we just having a conversation that's how clearly I heard that voice tell me to do those things wow okay okay let me stop now I'm kidding I'm lying no 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 I am lying that did not happen Joe why are you doing that <laughs> Because this is what I want to talk about right quick. Now, the incidents on the train, incident on the train, that did happen. But it had nothing to do with God telling me. It was just me looking up and it was an instant And I noticed uh, I was going, I was finna pass my stop going into Chinatown because I was on the Roosevelt. This is in Chicago for the ones who know Chinatown, in Chicago, that I would have wind up in 22nd Street and Cermak in Chinatown. But I just happened to look up and I ran off the train just in time. Nobody told me nothing it was just instinct. And the other day when I was just talking about delusions and I happened to just look over there and uh, that scripture happened to be there. God did not, or oh, the Holy Spirit did not talk to me in an audible voice. I'm not saying the spirit didn't lead me to lead that, look that way. I'm not going to say it did he didn't, but I just happened to look that way. But it wasn't no voice told totally me to look over there. I was just kidding. <laughs> okay. Now, why did I go there? If I would have left it there, I have really no doubt that people would have, a lot of believers or listeners would have probably believed me. They probably would have took my word from it for, uh, for what I said and believe that fake story. Now, the story, those things happened, but it had nothing to do with an audible voice God talking to me. Now, the second one, I don't know. God didn't talk to me. The Holy Spirit didn't talk to me. But that did happen. I happened to be talking about delusions, and I looked over there, and there was a scripture right there, right in my face in 11, you know, verse 11. I think it's 2 Corinthians, Oh, 1 Corinthians. I mean, Thessalonians, one of them. That was, had that verse right there. It had nothing to do with the Holy Spirit talking to me in an audible voice. Reason I'm saying this is, I am so tired and so disgusted with believers saying they have a word from God. Oh, God told them this, or God told them that. I am burnt out with that. Now, I'm going to tell you why I say burnt out. I am so disgusted of hearing that. God told me this, and God told me this, or the Holy Spirit uh talked to me Holy Spirit told me to go this way, Holy Spirit told me to go right. Holy Spirit to tell me to give you this word. I am so tired, tired of hearing that. Now I was listening I'm looking looking on YouTube and uh this brother Alan Parr you probably have uh heard me mention his name before happened to be doing uh, a segment on that, you know, God told me that he was breaking down the same thing that's he's frustrated with that. Now he was being nice. <laughs> that's how Alan Parr is. Uh many people was probably called Alan Parr a nice Christian. He don't like to hurt. He'd be very he's very good with his words and he's very careful, careful. And uh he don't like to really just Stomp on nobody's neck, or he like to give people a chance, or he just give you a little soft warning. That's how that's Allen part to me. That's his style. I, I don't know him personally, but uh, I probably would have been a little more harder like I am now, man. You guys need to stop it. And then he 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 uh, came out with some scriptures that's very, excuse me, uh, that's very eerie and scary. If the church was under the law about using about using God's name, saying that God told me to do this and God told me to do that. You know, one time I, I was letting people know you need to know the difference between false teachers and false prophets. A believer need to study the word of God. That's how we can know the difference. Not what nobody else say, but what we'll know the difference between a false teacher and a false prophet. No, Not nobody that disagree, somewhat doctrinal, or believe a certain way. I'm talking about a straight out false prophet and false teacher. Now I'm going to name a few names that I consider a false teacher and a false prophet. And I usually don't name names, but I'm going to put them out there because even Paul named a a few people that was just walking out of fellowship and whatever like that. Now these names, I'm about to uh, call out I don't even know if they're believers, man. I don't even know if they're part of the body of Christ. I really don't. I grew up hearing about these believers, you know. Now, let me just get to the point right here. Kenneth Copeland, he even got worse than that. I don't know. He just seemed like he possessed his eyes. The eyes even look, eyeballs even look scary. Kenneth Copeland, Jesse Duplantis, false teachers, false prophets, Creflo Dollar, Creflo trying to back up, but his he's still back into that false teaching and false prophet stuff. I'm not. I don't have to get into what they teach. You should already know. You know, certain teachers out there, Stephen Furtick. You know, it's a lot of them out. A lot of them out there. Even some of the Calvinists, like Piper and all of them. But it's quite a few of them out there. I will consider false teachers and false prophets. A lot of youngsters, uh, coming up. And Christendom. What do I mean by Christendom? That I mean, I don't even believe they believe a part of the body of Christ. They just call themselves, or oh, I would say, like I like to say, self-made Christians. And I'm, I got a pet peeve about that. I don't. I, everybody calls themselves a Christian, so it's a lot of, quite a bit, quite a few false teachers and false prophets out there, you know. But if it's a disagreement or something like that, you know, I, I just. Uh, I, I just don't go on there. Now, if a person that I would consider will walk in or wind up being in that category is when they don't want to listen. No matter who told them and try to show them scriptures, they will not listen and will and then continue to follow or teach that false doctrine. Now, um, they started off in ignorance. Now it's pride because they don't want to change their traditional way of thinking. Even though the word of God is right in their face and you try to help them, then when you don't want to listen no more, it's not ignorance no more. You choose to believe what you believe over the word of God. Therefore, you are a false teacher now. See, you purposely false teaching. So there's uh, different ways to look at false teachers and false prophets. They don't have... Nothing to do with you disagreeing or nothing like that. Different type of false teaching or whatever like that. You know, it's it's people out there uh, that does that. Now, I'm not finna, this is not what I want to talk about, but man, I am so tired of people. See, the reason I say I'm burnt out with that, because I grew up over my over 30 years of being saved. The majority of the time, I grew up in a Pentecostal charismatic word of faith type of atmosphere of Christendom, denominational Christendom. Therefore, they always spoke that way. Not often, but majority of the time when I was growing up in the in the faith, that's all I heard. The spirit of God told me this. God said this, God said that. I even use those terms at times, but not a lot, because I felt guilty if I keep saying that. So I had some type of a conscience of be careful of saying it. Then there was times I really thought God was talking to my spirit and everything like that. It was a feeling. Okay. But you have these people, no matter what, you hear it all around, man. You know, Christians and so-called self-clearing Christians saying, God told me this, the Spirit told me to tell you that. God said this. Okay, let me let me put it this way: God gave us as believers common sense. Things happen in our life a lot that has nothing to do with God or the Spirit telling us to do it. You you follow what I'm saying? We have special discernment if we use it, if we adhere to the Holy Spirit. We have certain things that's in this human body we learn ourselves and we do ourselves, whether we're right or wrong. You, You follow what I'm saying? My point is, everything in a believer's life is not the Holy Spirit or God telling us to do this. And you would think that the way some Christians or so called Christians or believers talk, because all they say, see, see like they go to the store. God told them to go to this store. They take a left or a right. God told them to do that. They told me. God told me to buy this car. God told me to marry this woman. God told me to marry this man. God told me we need to start having children. It was always God told me. Oh God, the spirit of God came upon the man and he told me he had a word for you. So he had a word for me, but he told you to tell me. I think that always got me. You know, i Grew up in the faith, not physically, but spiritually in the faith, in the church. Hearing that so much till I am burnt out and it sounds so fake. I just I'm just tired of hearing it. <laughs> okay, another thing that bothers me, another thing that bothers me about the church, you know, Christendom. What what bothers me is some believers. If you listen to them and have a conversation with them, they don't know how to have a normal conversation. They got to quote scriptures and almost go through a whole sermon to talk about or answer one question. See, like they don't know how to hold a conversation. Everything is spiritual. Everything, is this, everything, the Lord movement, everything you got to watch this. And then also, this is another pet peeve I, I can't stand. Everything got a demon or a spirit on it. Everything's got a demon and a spirit on it. Let me give you an example. Just say you, you are a believer. And I know some people go get upset, you know, that listen to this, but I'm just, you know, this is real talk. I, I just don't care. You know, everything has a, not, not going to say everything, but you. it, it seems like on, with certain people, the conversation is bad enough when you got to just stop quoting verses. And a majority of the time they're out of context, but you go through the most moving and the most Uh, incredible verses to make yourself look good and spiritual. It's called spiritualism. And uh, okay, let me digress. You went to uh, a club, not because you wanted to go there, but you worked there. Or you worked in a hostile, sinful environment. Okay? Now listen carefully what I'm saying. You work in a hostile Chumba. Chumba ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. over Void by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In zone. Auto zone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? I got to change the oil in my car right now. Get five quarts of Pennzoil Platinum Full Synthetic Believers, when you tell them this, or even have a conversation about things, or whatever like that, some of them always go to the get to the point that you know. Make sure when you do this, you got to be washed in the blood. Make sure you do this, or they go as far. Some of them go as far as say you need to quit your job because the Lord told me this, or whatever like that. I mean, my point is, everything a believer has to be rebuked or reminded that he must be covered by the blood because he works in a sinful environment. See, I remember the Bible saying we are in the world, but we are not of the world. The majority of the jobs out here is going to be from unbelievers. We cannot avoid that. But a spiritual person, what you're going to be a hermit in Christianity and never work in a secular job? Now I'm talking about the extreme ones. Everything is spiritual. They will not watch TV. They will not watch the internet. They won't even eat certain foods. They'll have a hissy if someone in their family forget to print over the food. Now, I know that's extreme, but you have some people that Always has a long sermon for you, or you talk about something that happened, or you going through something. They got to, you got to plead and blah 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 and quote these scriptures five, six, and seven times. You want to aggravate me, and I'm gonna tell you why that aggravates me. Now, first of all, if you are part of the body of Christ, you are a true believer. You got saved under the gospel of the grace of God. Okay, believe in what Jesus has done, according to 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. You are sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. Okay, think about that. And you work in a secular environment, or you go to a secular place, or whatever. you just around that environment. And you walking in fear, worrying about evil spirits or demons coming on you so you won't take it home with you. Now, what that tells me, first of all, you two, spirit conscious, and you don't believe that you are that sealed and protected by God. First of all, why would you have to remind God that, I'm covered with the blood, I'm covered with the blood, or continue to say blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus, to something that you already covered. Wait, you don't have to remind God. Now understand the metaphors of why people talk like that. That The majority of that type of talking comes from your back denominational upbringing, faith-wise, and Pentecostal and charismatic churches. Everything often is a spirit or a demon. You touch, you got to pray over the doorknob before you touch it. If you touch the doorknob, you better go home and wash your hands in the blood and stuff like that. It becomes witchcraft. It becomes demonic itself when you keep talking like that. Also, this shows that you have a lack of faith. You are too evil, demonic, spiritual conscious. It's your fear. So you want everybody else to sound af- be afraid. It's because of your fear and your lack of faith. Because you fear that something's going to go home with you and you fear that spirits is going to follow you home. That's your lack of faith. That's your belief. It ain't everybody's. It's not everybody's. It's not that weak in the faith. I'm covered because what Jesus done for me. I don't have to go home or go nowhere else and fast for 5 and 10 to 12 days. Now I'm exaggerating pleading the blood because I want to be watched for all those dirty evil spirits that was around me. That, that makes me look like I'm better than everybody else, and I'm so clean that everybody else has got bad spirits around them. They might not look like me, they might not talk like me, and they might not be an unbeliever. So I need to go home and clean that junk away from me, man. If that was a if that was the case, I would be washing myself up spiritually every day because <laughs> the majority of the time, if you work or if you get outdoors, you are around unbelievers. You're around people that commit sin. and restaurants, and restrooms, at ball games. So what you going to do, stop going to restaurants, stop going to ball games because you don't want those sinful spirits around you. That reminded me when I was listening to something uh, Jesse Duplantis and uh, Kenneth Copeland was talking about. And then, and their excuse, one of Copeland's excuse, which is a, which is a bunch of hogwash. Let me give you an example. I re, a lot of you probably remember this. If not, you know, let me give you some. He was saying the one of the reasons, not the main reasons, that he got his own airline or plane or jet is he didn't want to be around all those people in that plane and with all these spirits all around him and him and Jesse was making faces like they're around something that's smelly pigs or whatever like that, like they're so clean and holy, they couldn't be around the rest of the world. How in the world are you going to get somebody saved if you can't be around them? That's another pet peeve that bothers me about people. That bothers me. Don't give me a long sermon. Most of the time, you're out of context anyway, context and you might get mad if I correct you. Okay? That uh, Those things, God told me this, the Spirit of the Lord told me this and everything, or somebody that everything is spiritual and there's a demon in everything. Because of your fear, you want everybody else to be afraid. Another reason I believe that people do that because they want to look so spiritual. They want to sound so spiritual and holy. You might fool people, but you're not fooling God, the one you're supposed to be pleasing. You're not fooling God. You might fool flesh, but you're not fooling God. And a lot of times, most definitely as well, a lot of times, you're not fooling me because I grew up in that type of stuff. I used to do it. I used to talk like that. Here's somebody curse? I'm like, making sounds. <laughs> it's all kind of stemming ways that people, that are so super spiritual and somewhat super holy that they don't know how to call, talk a regular conversation, man. Without throwing five and six. Now, the word of God is always inspirational. The word of God is always a defense or offense. You understand what I'm saying? But we must learn how and when and what time to use his word. Because a lot of times if you put it in Facebook or whatever like that, the majority of the people don't know what you're talking about anyway. Binding and loosening and all this stuff. Most of them look at you and say, that's why I'm going to church now. These Christians or so-called Christians are very weird and strange. Because of that Pentecostal charismatic and Southern Baptist type of approach you have towards people. Stop it. You're not impressing me. I don't care who you are. You're not impressing me. And I'm not saying you're trying to, but you need to work on that. A lot of people don't want to be around you because they don't know if you even got uh, and do you have any common sense? Do you have any uh, street sense? Do you have just, uh, it's okay to talk plain? <laughs> you got the thieves and thous and winces and what's and everything. Everything is a quote of a script. You ever seen movies like that? That they, all they do is this, and they, you know, you say, oh my God, no matter what you say, man, that everything is a verse. A verse out of the Bible, and the majority of the time it ain't got nothing to do with y'all, the conversation you're talking about. What the, now some of the verses they might be quoting, those are true verses, but you are out of context, it has nothing to do with you. Those verses are used for a reason back then for a certain group of people or person at that particular time, it doesn't apply to everybody, okay. I just want to get that out there. I'm not mad at nobody, but I am angry. I'm, I'm tired of the God told me this, and the Spirit of the Lord told me this, or there's a spirit in this. You know, you gotta watch this. You gotta watch that, man. I'm, I, it's just, man. It's time for us to get real, man. This is not school no more. I remember, I remember years ago. What was a famous thing? Not famous, but a a a, a term. That uh, that was used growing up in the church, especially Church of God in Christ, and we used to do it at home sometimes. Play church. Remember that saying? You got to better stop playing church. You got a lot of adults still playing church today. Still playing church today. Don't know the word of God. Don't know it at all. Some of them think the epistles are the wives of the apostles. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) My point is, I'm just kidding, but my point is the majority of them really don't know the word. Then you got some, they think they know the word because they can memorize and quote certain scriptures. And the verses, they are pretty good at it, quoting verses. But do they know how to rightly divide those verses? Do they know what's for them and what's not for them? See, that's what it comes down to. The ones that talk like that seem like they're the main ones that's struggling in their lives. They they preach it to you and tell you what you need to do, but they are miserable in their own lives. They don't even believe what they tell you you need to do. You ever notice that? Most of them are struggling themselves. Stop it, just, just just, stop it, okay? Now, <laughs> I got that off my chest. What I wanna uh, remind you, what's gonna be coming up, I'm gonna c- continue my conversation that I had with AI. Now, some might be thinking, man, you, you talk to AI like this, issue. no, 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 no. I'm just using a term, I don't know no other way to say it. AI is an artificial intelligence. It's a system. It's a program, you know, and they got different types of AI. So the next time I come about, and I'm going to continue on the questions I ask AI, I'm going to talk about uh, the back and forth that men barred. <laughs> the system went back and forth when it came to the taking away of the church or the rapture of the church and everything like that. I explained in my last show, you know, what the way to ask AI something and what not to ask AI. Because AI does not have any favoritisms. AI doesn't fall on a; He doesn't have a favorite faith or belief and nothing. It's just a system. If you ask AI a question about a certain belief or a certain doctrine in the Bible or whatever faith, I'm just using this as an example since I'm a believer, I like to say the Bible. A certain verse or something about the Bible, about End time events or anything like that. What AI will give you might not be what you want to hear. Now, what do I mean by that? It's going to give you a broad view of what other Christians and their faith believe about that verse. Not so much what you want to, what you just believe in, but the whole verse. So, a lot of times, you know, and I have to, I learned this the hard way. Uh. When you ask AI this artificial intelligence that's not human, has no soul and no spirit, a question, sometimes within yourself, you and you are expecting AI to come up with something that uh agrees of what you believe in about that scripture. See, but the issue with that is and with something AI cannot do. AI is not, uh, AI does not have the spirit. AI is not filled with the Holy Spirit. AI don't know how to rightly divide unless you teach it. You you follow what I'm saying? So, therefore, when AI looks up information, at least the ones I am using, the three that I'm using, you probably got more advanced ones too that might scare the daylights out of you. What AI is going to come up with for an answer is more of a broader view of what a worldly Christendom view, or whatever belief you are, a worldly, the reason I say whatever belief because I I might have listeners that's not Christians listening to this, but just in a Christian sound doctrine, AI will come up with a world view, the way that Christendom Looks at scriptures now. What I'm gonna give you an example when it comes to the uh, the rapture of the church. Since that's who I started off with, you have three different ways that believers look at the rapture. Some believers, like myself, believe in a pre-rapture, which means the rapture, the church is going to be tucked away, called away before the tribulation, right? Then you got another group of people believe in the mid rapture mean they believe that the church is going to have to go through three and a half years of the tribulation and then the church the rapture is going to come. They they believe they have certain uh, verses in the Bible that believe that. Then you have what the uh, the ah uh, they call it or the post rapture that believe you have a group of believers that believe that the rapture is going to happen at the end of the tribulation. Therefore, it is almost like the resurrection of the dead. They believe that goes out together, you know, something like that. So they believe it's going to happen at the end of the seven-year tribulation. So, therefore, when you ask A.I. specifically about the rapture or the catching away of the church, A.I. know the name rapture is not in the church, but it's just going by the, the, uh, the different things that it gets... Uh, out of worldly dictionaries, encyclopedias and different things like that about the history of volleyball, whatever like that. So therefore AI is gonna come up about the same thing I just said. You have three different ways to talk about the rapture. So if you're looking for AI just to talk about the pre uh, the pre rapture, you got to remember AI is not rightly dividing. AI doesn't have a a pet peeve about favoritism. AI looks at it in a world view how different churches believe or different believers of the faith interpretation. So it's going to come out with that same thing I just said, those three different ways of looking at the rapture, the same as the end times, the same as somewhat of the gospel. You see what I'm saying? It's not going to come up with, if you believe salvation is from the gospel of the grace of God, believing uh, in Paul teaching or believing in the kingdom of the, the the uh, what the the kingdom church or Peter and the 12 of Jesus earthly ministry taught. What it's going to do is going to give you the different beliefs of what certain churches believe, which is fair. Okay. Which is fair. We might not like it, but remember, we're talking to a machine, which is fair. This machine just gathered, gathered information. It does not have the Holy Spirit to discern them, rightly dividing. Okay. Rightly dividing. Because even when you read the Bible, the Bible doesn't specifically tell you that. you have to learn how to connect the dots and rightly divide. see AI not now, let' me just put it that way. AI has not done it or have not learned how to do that or are not interested in doing that it because it's going is here to give you the different type of views, not just your view. Now, like I told you the last time, the only way that AI, any AI, I believe, will give, will go on and believe your view of certain doctrines is you've got to the feed them and tell them to write an essay on what you believe is this, and then AI will do that. But if you don't ask that way, you're going to give you different views. You just want AI to tell them about your view, to make some type of essay about what you believe in, to put it out there. AI would do that, boom, just like that, and it would come out close to perfect. I know that I have used it. Okay, so I'm going to continue with that on my next show. I will piggyback and continue on the uh questions I asked AI, okay? God bless you all. This is Joseph Brown with another segment of Body of Christ Real Talk. I'm sorry about my I sounded angry, but I'm just frustrated with believers and their spirituality, and some of them just very fake, and some, it just bothers me. Some people are sincere when they do that, but I believe it's it's their lack of faith, and it's their fear of demons and spiritual things. Don't assume that every believer feels the same as you, okay? Whoever you are. See, I don't have to bind and loose nothing on me. (laughs) Let me say this again. I do not have to bind and loose a spirit off me. There's no spirit on me. I might have an attitude and everything like that, but I don't have to go home and keep saying that. I walk by faith, not by sight. See, if anything I'm struggling with, it's because I have an issue of sin or something like that in my life that I need to work on. But that don't mean it has to be unnecessary because there's some type of spirit on me or around me. Okay. All right. Until next time, this is Body of Christ Real Talk with some more real talk. And, uh, uh, I'm going to finish my conversation. I have my Q&A I have with AI and this particular AI is, uh, I think it's Ask AI, Ask AI, not Bard from Google B-A-R-D or, uh, chat box. It could be chat box. I don't know which one, but either way, chat box, uh, I, uh, uh, from what I have learned from those two, Ask AI and Chat Box or Chat GBT, they're about hand in hand on. They're more, a little bit, to me, advanced and barred. That's probably why Barred is free. Okay? Until next time, God bless you all. Love you all. Peace out. Body of Christ Real Talk with Joseph Brownie. Bye bye. Love you all. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring